0: Welcome, and uh, who are you?
1: My name is Kimberly Ruth Chung Moore.
0: Chung? Chung. Chung.
1: That's the American pronunciation of my Chinese maiden name. Really? Yes. Easier Um, to say it that way.
0: Have you ever gone by Kimberly?
1: My teachers used to call me Kimberly. Yeah? Sometimes.
0: Did, (laughs) did Did you have an option of ever like... Picking what name you want to go by today. Like, Actually,
1: oh, when cool. I do road running races, mm-hmm. I go by Kimberly. Really? Because there's so many Kims. <laughs> and I did take my husband's last name. so.
0: Okay. Right. A, a, a little bit more uniqueness of the name. Yes. yes. I can understand. Uh, well, thank you. Um, but I will call you Kim. That thank is what you. I, I know you as. Um, uh, did you ride today? ride today. I did not ride today. No ride today. Okay. All right. That's fine. But you are planning on doing the picnic ride. I am, indeed. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, So, uh, the picnic ride, the Rabba picnic ride, which is going to be probably after this is before, this will be before this gets published, but the
1: 7th? It is the 7th, Sunday. And God willing, and the creek don't rise, no rain. So, that is, that is the, the plan.
0: Right. Let's not, yeah, not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, how did you get started riding?
1: So, it was through my husband, Mike. Okay. Met him through a mutual friend. Okay. And, before we started dating, mm-hmm. I noticed that he would come in late at night I would visit my friend and it was very platonic his mm-hmm. male friend his mm-hmm. roommate mm-hmm. and Mike would come in on Tuesdays and Thursday nights late mm-hmm. Saturday mornings late
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: would I would notice especially on Tuesdays and Thursday nights when I'd be visiting my friend yeah you know after work yeah just hanging out this guy would come in and say, hi, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Where are you, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, I ride bikes. And I thought, you ride bikes? And I'm thinking to myself, do you ride bikes all in the city? Are you riding in the streets in circles? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, maybe that's what he's doing. (laughs) Then, the next thing you know, we get to know each other a little Mm -hmm. bit more, Mm -hmm. we start dating, Mm -hmm. and I notice that he's gone, for many hours on Saturday mornings and on Sunday mornings and he's riding so much and'm I finally asked him this is early on in our relationship mm-hmm. I said is how are we going to make this work because I really don't see you that much mm-hmm. and how how is this relationship going to survive yeah and he was very serious when he looked at me dead in the eye and he said I will never give up bicycling oh. Mm, And then he said, but I would love for you to try it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, we will find something else for you to do so that when I'm bicycling, you have your own thing to do. Okay. And I said, okay, (laughs) let's give this a go. Okay. This was in, um, I met him, gosh, 1990. Um, so we started talking about this in 90, 91
0: mm-hmm. okay. and
1: you know, I, you know, Trey, I was not athletically inclined okay. for many, many years. I was, I grew up as a bookworm, frankly. Okay. Um, Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Just put yeah. It on. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, very interested in schoolwork, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm of Asian descent. My mm-hmm. parents expected certain things mm-hmm. and so you know you know I was driven to do well in school mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that yep. but I really did not like physical fitness at all I thought what what's all this business about running walking you know playing mm-hmm. basketball I didn't understand any of it so mm-hmm. for a long time I, I was really a couch potato okay and then after Mike and I started dating you know and I said Okay, let's get started I literally got started by riding a bicycle trainer on an old Sears three-speed bike that I had in my garage he hooked it up to the trainer my my now husband Mike yeah. did that I started pedaling for five minutes I thought I was gonna pass out for five minutes on the easiest gear I thought I was gonna pass out
0: okay so so your your first I guess a ride as an adult was on was on a trainer not even like oh, okay no.
1: that is correct I was trying to get strong enough to maybe ride 15 minutes on the yeah. bike mm-hmm. there's a great story and I'm going to say because this is this is how it gets started um, Mike wanted me to get involved in bicycling he said let's go you know one of our first dates was on a tandem train I had never seen anything like it he talked to a good friend yeah who had a tandem she was a she and her husband yeah. to, and talked her into can we borrow your tandem she said great yeah. she rode with us on a single mike yeah. had ridden the abc mm-hmm. uh rabba breakfast ride earlier that saturday morning yeah we got the tandem that saturday afternoon he's already ridden 45 miles yeah and then he says let's go out at two o'clock we'll ride to ashland get a yogurt and come back i said How far is the ride? He goes, ten miles. I said, ten miles, I'll do that. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I make it up to Ashland.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm pedaling for all we're worth. We're going through the backwards, get to Ashland. We have an ice cream. I said, I said, this really feels much longer than just five miles up to (laughs) Ashland and back. My husband. (laughs) Yeah, you can tell you. He 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 looks at me and says, um, Actually, it's 20 miles and I didn't want to scare you by saying it was 20 miles so I told you it was only 10 miles it's one way 10 miles I was so furious I was furious to I, his
0: credit that's not inaccurate
1: <laughs> from, from the, I was just like oh my god we on the way back to the West End I was so angry I was pedaling for all I was worth. <laughs> And Mike Mike was barely pedaling. He said, Oh my goodness, you have some strength. I was like, I'm so mad at you. And to this day we still tell that story about how he got me on that bike. But that was a good experience. And that mm-hmm. told me, Okay, I can I can do this. I just need to be I just need to get myself ready. And so literally, um that so, fall. So wait, so yeah. it's just a
0: that was that your your first kind of outdoor first, bike ride, yeah. Um, that
1: that was the first one, my first taste. There's more stories of after I get my first taste. In okay, okay. More but stories. I, but
0: that's that's special that your your first ride was on a tandem, tandem by the yes. way. Yes, and um, it was
1: it was a lot of fun. I, I just remember that as being a tremendous amount of fun.
0: That first ride, I would imagine, it would be like I was an adventure. You were like, I'm going fast and far, kind of thing.
1: And I don't have to drive. I just have to right. pedal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't have to control it, yeah. Um, okay, so you, you, do the, you do the ride on the tandem. Um, and then um, how does, where does it go from you do this tandem ride? What happens? You come home furious. Do you, do you immediately say, I think I'd like to do something like that again? Was it like the next day? It,
1: like- well, it took a while after okay. that. Sure. And, and after that, that fall... And into the next spring, Mike is looking to get me a, a bicycle. He mm-hmm. wants to get me a, a really good bicycle. Yeah. We borrow a road bicycle, mm-hmm. not not the best road bicycle, right. not a top-of-the-line, but a friend who moved up from her, bis- from her old bike to a brand-new bike, yeah. about the same size. Yeah. She said, hey, give this a try. Practice on this. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I yeah. would go out and ride around Bird Park. Oh, yeah. Their lakes mm-hmm. around bird park and just cute. do do loops yeah in the fall that was late in the fall and then i would try to do it the very next spring winter i didn't ride mm-hmm. but i just, just just trying to do this and mike mike there's another funny story with this this same bike mm-hmm. i was so excited Riding this, it was the nicest bike I'd ever had. I never, I thought, this is the skinny tires. It had brakes on the handlebars. Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow. Mm -hmm. We went for a ride, Mm -hmm. this woman who lent it to me, and her boyfriend, and Mm -hmm. Mike, and I, as a foursome. We went to go ride around Bird Park Lakes, and I was so excited. This was my first road bike. Mike went off with the young lady. Mm -hmm. They knew each other. They went up ahead, her boyfriend and I, Hung back because yeah. he wanted to, you know, be. Up, yeah. The next thing I know, I'm going around the Swan Lake. hmm Yeah, I don't know if that's the Fountain Lake, the closest mm-hmm. lake to Boulevard.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. actually almost up. Yeah, boat the boat lake, lake.
1: Yeah. and it's about a, a it. It's almost exactly a half mile. Okay. We're ri- we're riding around that. We first get onto that, and I'm like, wow, this is such a nice bike. I. Don't know how to handle it very well. Mm -hmm. And I literally could not stop it as we were coming around a curve and I didn't know how to steer very well. It was fastest I've ever been on. Yeah, yeah. I hit the curb.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I get flipped over the handlebars and I do a front somersault into the grass. Okay. I pop up. Yeah. No cuts, no bruises. Yeah. I'm highly embarrassed. The fella. Looks at me and is just has this concerned look on his face, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" He said, "We won't tell anybody. We won't tell anybody this happened, because Mike and his girlfriend are so they're up somewhere afra- else, They're yeah. somewhere else. They're up ahead doing other loops around the other park." Yeah. And he said, "We won't say anything, Kim. Really, don't just get back on that bike and everything will be fine." I said, like, "Okay." He literally he did not say anything. To anyone Aww. for years, I of course immediately yeah, tell Mike it. when yeah. we get home, and yeah. Mike's like going, "What in the world happened to you? Why did you?" Do-? I'm like, "So that was that's also another funny story where we, we talk you, about did that." Did you
0: have a bike helmet on?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, I did have a bike. Okay. It was one of now it didn't fit me very well, but it was, but it, no, but I it was, was, was a bike helmet. You, okay. Yes. Okay. Oh okay. yes. And at that time. Most of the recreational cyclists that I had met through Mike through Rabba were mm-hmm. wearing helmets. Nobody okay. was wearing not, nobody was not wearing a helmet okay. Okay. on, on Rabba rides. So okay. And I went to my first Rabba meeting in 1992. I'll never forget that. That was yeah. at the Old Science Museum. I joined right then and there. Mike said, "You don't even ride bikes. I was like, "This is such a great group. Mm-hmm. This, I've got to join. I, this is so much fun. And they used to meet at the Old Science Museum. down in the basement Mm -hmm. or or in the main lobby somewhere one of these rooms oh there would be like 30 50 people yeah in the room talking about club business club president I met I met um, somebody that I still know to this day Ted Zay who is Mm -hmm. what I call old rabbi you know Mm -hmm. from that time Mm -hmm. you know many years ago he was one of the first people I met at that meeting and people were so nice I said I got to join and I did right then and there I joined even though I didn't ride bikes
0: okay but you you, I, 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 I'm under the impression you saw that as a trajectory you saw like you were you were probably gonna get into this more
1: I was gonna give it a good try
0: okay um, yeah. I
1: think you know kind of growing up you know my parents said this thing about food which is whatever's put in front of you you should try mm-hmm. if you don't like it mm-hmm. that's okay but you don't want to insult the host. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. You always try what's put right in front of you. Yeah. And then you can honestly say that you don't like something.
0: Right. Because you're willing to try.
1: But you're willing to try. And mm-hmm. so I thought, Mike did give me an option,
0: yeah. which
1: is, if I didn't like bicycling, I could do my own thing when he is bicycling. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's a great that's a great sense of, it's not freedom, but... You know, an ability to do my own thing. Right. And not him not come back to me and say, What are you doing when I'm riding bicycles? Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so I just thought, Okay, this is, this I'm going to give it a good try. And okay. I did. And it stuck.
0: Okay. Um, so you joined Rallo. This is two years in. Uh, yeah. Like a year in, actually, 91 riding. Um, joined 92. in
1: 92. Got my bike that winter of 92. And this is, a,
0: this is you moving up from the bike they let you borrow... That's right. ...to, to, your, own, to your own Mike
1: garage. went shopping. Okay. He went shopping not just for himself. He, he picked out everything. Yeah. Um, there's a funny story about this too. When I was starting to date him, he, he would quiz me on bike parts. <laughs> and make me... <laughs> We would. He would sit there and go, what's this? What's that? Tell me what, you know. Mm-hmm. I actually had to understand what gear inches was, the mathematics mm-hmm. on that,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: because at that time, you know, even, you know, Shimano had, what, seven, eight speed, mm-hmm. and it was down tube shifters that mm-hmm. was very sophisticated at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Mike went shopping and said, okay, we're going to get you a bike. You're going to learn how all the parts of the bike, you know, it's really important, he got me a Cannondale Criterion mm-hmm. racing frame oh, really? for men, and I will never forget it. Um, it was uh, a forty-eight centimeter, mm-hmm. um, red, and he got a matching one, um, uh-huh. you know, for his size. Yeah, and I had never seen anything like it. Yeah. never felt anything that light mm-hmm. in, my, yeah. Life, yeah. in yeah. my life. Yeah, in my life. Yeah, I had never imagined paying that much money and at that time it was a lot of money yeah Mm -hmm. for a frame a frame he built it up from the ground up yeah and he had old he had wheels he gave me the wheels we got everything built picked out every single piece and i was like oh my god i think it was at the time like 19 pounds yeah for that time was very Very light light. and i was just like i was afraid to ride it Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful and so shiny. Yeah. And But I got on it that spring of 90, um, 93 mm-hmm. and did my first Rabba ride. Yeah. I'll never forget it. it was out in the far east end or yeah. New Kent County. It was a Rabba. Mm-hmm. The Zays put it on. Yeah. I rode a, at that time it was a sea pace, mm-hmm. it was 30 miles. Um. And I met some wonderful people at that ride, and I thought I was cooking with gas when I saw a little bike computer. Mike got me a little bike computer. I saw 15 miles an hour. I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome. This oh, yeah. is so awesome.
0: Um, he went fully in. He built you a bike and yeah. got you a bike computer?
1: That is correct. <laughs> he chance that he liked you.
0: Um, he did. Um, um, so you, you do the, the rabbit ride. Um, you see your speed. Is, is 15 miles an hour, and I'm sure that felt great because, right, not knowing it before, and it's like, wow, going 15 miles an hour, like what? Yeah. Um, so were you you do this first like group ride with with some strangers? Of course, of course nice people. Um, did it feel okay? Like riding with the group, that like did it feel odd? Kind of riding with people. It, it home? was
1: it was different because okay. I didn't know anything about that. Okay, and you know we were a little bit separated, Mm -hmm. which was fine. I I mean, again, I'm not, I'm so new. Mm -hmm. Probably my bike handling skills were not that good. What I know they weren't. So it was good. It was good to be apart. You know, Mike was off with, with the faster group and they did their thing and a longer ride. And Mm -hmm. we all managed to get back at around the same time. And they had a meal, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. had, um, it was at someone's house.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, we all had a meal so I thought all bike rides are like this this is pretty great <laughs> um, okay. very social I thought yeah. you know I had felt like oh this is this is this could be something that I could really enjoy yeah and I was really really pleased yeah that the experience was so much fun mm-hmm. I mean and and people again were so welcoming and yeah. you know oh how are you and you know they're all telling these bike stories and i was mm-hmm. like oh wow I'm a part of something like this i never never experienced anything yeah. like that before
0: mm-hmm. um yeah it is um I, I can't speak for other sports but it is it is awesome to do the rides and everyone is so upbeat someone's enjoying everyone's enjoying the ride um it's infectious you know being around people i mean are,
1: we, i mean it's, do, it's, do you have a stuff. i mean if for you did you have that kind of similar experience i mean i don't know if you know, if you've ever talked about how you have gotten into cycling, I mean, I'm always interested in those stories as well.
0: My, uh, my first rabbit ride, my first rabbit ride was, um, one of the beginner rides It was out of Dory park. Um, uh, it was 2017 did my first beginner ride. No and, kidding. I, and I think, and I mixed this up cause I, I didn't know him at the time. And I think it was David McMillan was leading the ride. And I can clearly confirm because I could ask him. Um, it was, I believe it was David who was leading. Anyway, so we do the ride. Um, you know, I didn't know what to expect. It was like five or six of us. I think Eric was there as well. I think he was giving, he like somewhere they stopped and gave like a, a bit of a safety talk somewhere. Cause it was like yes. two different, two or three different groups. Um, and uh, somewhere I, I met someone, this guy, Andrew, um, and it was it was a great ride. I met this guy Andrew. At the time, I thought maybe I think I'm a little fast. And so we come, we approach, we're approaching Dory Park to come back in. Yes. Somehow he says something, and like I think we talked about sprinting or something like that. And so like we immediately try to sprint down Dory Park, the that driveway or whatever. The, the, back the, the, right, it's a mile.
1: It's a mile. to back, the back to the
0: parking lot. Yes. He crushed me completely. Um, but somehow we like talked about doing this sprint. And maybe I started sprinting when he was like eating a cookie or something like that. Oh. Um, but either way, the the, the similar experience were like afterwards. It was great. I you know I, I met some people. Um, I I rode with a guy Andrew quite a bit, and um, you know I had a great experience at first. I'm like you know I did a group ride. You've
1: only her. been riding since 2017.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> January January 2017. That's 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 wow. the extent of it. Yeah.
1: Why? How did you? How did you find bicycling? You know, did you just decide that you wanted to bicycle?
0: Um, I found it because I had like a, a store bought bike that I was riding around, like Colt from I had a bike from Coles that so yes. riding around town. Uh, and I recall doing loops over at uh, Bird Park around this one. I've thing? done loops around there as well. Um in fact I would try to I could do because the the bike was like it had really stiff kind of um steering. Yes. Um I could do three loops around the park with no hands provided no cars came like yeah, i could do three loops balance. around both lakes and i was like yeah i'm awesome um wow. can't do that with the bikes i have now because they're just a, i can do some hand no hands but i can't do that's just too much like i was turning and everything they two loops um but i'd ride this bike around 10 15 miles because i live in church hill yes um and then uh, a friend of mine knew i used to ride you know sporadic as I was and he asked me do you want to go ride on this capital trail thing and so we go this is 2016 by the way we go ride on the capital trail um you know he's got like an older road bike that I think he got from his dad he's got cycling shoes he doesn't ride that often he, he I don't think he rode much at all but we do this ride and we go out we go out you know of course we go out on the trail uh we go past rockets and we go all the way down to we go to Haydads Lake, so we go down Osborne and we go yes. into Haydads Lake yes. and kind of go into the gravel thing. And we stop in the lake, and and I was remembering, I think i had been there as a kid, and and we stopped there. Maybe I had like a hydration pack, and then um, we stopped there for a bit, and then we you know just come out the, the driveway and start riding back. And and I remember thinking, why is this so much harder to ride back? To, to ride back now. Yes. And I can't keep on he's got a nice robot but I just could not keep up. And that was the wow. first time of, you know, like when we stop, we don't want to stop forever. Your your legs get right and that's what it happened. It's like my legs just like cooled off or whatever it Stiffened is. Stiffened up. Um and so I was wasn't quite a couch potato, but I was like real close to a couch potato at the time. Um and so either way I do the ride and it was the first time I'd ever done like a ride on like a bike trail like you know you ride just unobstructed Um, yes and so that's that's how that like after i was like this is amazing i want to ride more i should ride this whole trail thing and then um from 26 that was the fall of 2016 september august um of 2016 and then from there until for there for the next couple months I, i researched cycling Nutrition and all this stuff and started going to the gym and getting on a spin bike and riding and and made all these plans to get a bike and saw the bike I was gonna get and and eventually got the bike from pedal power on January twenty eighth, of 2017 that next year I got on a Saturday. There was a slight bit of snow <laughs> I got the bike. I brought it home. I bought some shorts from Dick's Sporting Goods and a helmet um, I saw some people out riding that Saturday. There was some slight snow Goodness Coming gracious. from the sky and I said you know what I saw those people riding I can ride too so I, I got like double layered sweatpants I got some sweatpants and some khakis on and a compression shirt and a, uh, um, a hoodie and went out and ride on, on that Sunday after I got in the bike and did six miles from Churchill went down to the trail did like two miles and and like went up that big hill and then came back oh like, yeah. my
1: goodness so oh that was goodness. where
0: that started me getting into the riding um, and, and you are um, really really hooked I am I am addicted now yes
1: that is amazing and you have really become a part of the cycling community very quickly
0: you know I, I try to be friendly to folks you know try to make people feel feel welcome and uh, I like riding with different people I like riding with people and, and, and doing the different rides and so I've, I've met a few people
1: That's awesome
0: um, so uh, so you do your first ride. So we talk about you for a moment oh we do your first ride it's okay oh we do your first ride um sorry not your first ride your first rabbit ride um and you you have this great experience with the group their their mm-hmm. meals and everything like that um which is fantastic like that's a great way to have like a first ride everyone's just like super happy to hang out and have food um what what kind of came next you do that ride like what oh, kind of you just like I'm it's the show just for all a of the rides.
1: amazing year of discoveries yeah um so I start riding April with the rest of the club. You know, mm-hmm. I, we generally have a, a season where um, you know the weeknight rides start. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, and that's generally in April. Mm-hmm. So that April, I started riding with the club on weekends, and you know, a couple of weeknight rides. You know, again, I'm you know working my way from couch potato to something. You mm-hmm. know, something where I'm not. You know, dead after five miles, and you know, uh, Mike. Mike, my husband, is off doing doing the the other rides, mm-hmm. and we're going together. And he comes up with this great idea. You know, he had been prior to all of this. I haven't even told you all the backstory, mm-hmm. too. But Mike had been racing. Also, he had become mm-hmm. a, a local racer. So mm-hmm. I had a year before that, before I started riding, of going to races with him or okay. helping him right. the drive races. the car, you know, mm-hmm. get to races around around Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he... So it's 93. three nine. The summer of 92, he goes on Bike Virginia. Mm-hmm. Now, this is before I start no riding. So yep. I was helping him mm-hmm. get there and take all. So when I started riding, mm-hmm. okay, spring of 93, he said, Bike Virginia is going to go to a beautiful part of the state that it's not been to before. Let's go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mike's a big adventurer. I said, okay, let's go. I, I don't know anything about bike bike camping or anything like this. Let's go with, you know, with 2,000 people. Okay, let's go. At that time, it was 2,000. They went to Southwest Virginia. Okay. It started in Floyd. Mm -hmm. And then they they would truck you all the way to Bristol. Ooh, okay. And you would ride eastward Mm -hmm. from Bristol back to Floyd. Yeah. Five stops along the way. Five-day trip. Yeah. It was... It was unbelievable training. yeah it was unbelievable I had once we set that goal I was starting to train Mike said let's go training let's do all the stuff that you need to do and I was like okay
0: so so wait 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 just to make sure I understand the time so uh, um, 90 93 so in 92 he does bike Virginia and then
1: he had been doing bike Virginia a couple of times before okay. then but and you then, recall that okay because I, I was starting to date him then okay. I was like okay
0: so so, uh, this is a bike ride. So in April, um, you know, you're doing the the rides for the of very the regular, first time. Yeah.
1: And he comes up with this idea: let's sign up for Bike Virginia for June that year, 1993. It's going to be fabulous, Kim. They're gonna we're going to see a part of the country we don't normally see. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And he said, now, you know, it's a little hilly, so we need <laughs> to do some hill work. And I was like. Oh my God, Trey! Mm-hmm. You talk about I—I I mean, if I n- had known more about <laughs> things, I probably would have said, "There's no way I'm going to." Ignorance do this. is bliss. Ignorance yeah. is truly bliss, and 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 I had a lot of—I had a lot of bliss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, let's put it that way. Yeah. I Mike. Now, again I, I don't mean to make it sound like him, but he was so instrumental yeah in me getting into the sport I, yeah. I truly would not have been able to do 90 percent of it without him encouraging me coaching me mm-hmm. helping me be and riding with me frankly yeah and so he said let's let's go do a mountain climb you need to know what that's like and mm-hmm. I went Okay. Let's yeah. go do route route 33, the climb to Massanutten Resort going over Standard, Standardsville. Okay. Swift Run Gap is the name of the climb. Okay. I thought okay, let's go I don't know what this is like. It's um uh, we do this in May and mm-hmm. you know to get prepared. Yeah. But the weather is now stabilized enough that we can do this. So we park at standardsville and we we have a little, we have a ride, mm-hmm. a warm-up ride to get there. And I'm like, oh my God, it's already starting to go uphill. And I'm like, I'm not sure I can do this. Then the climb really starts. It's a three-mile climb up to the top of the gap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Trey, I thought I was going to die. It yeah. was, you know, somewhere hovering between three and 6%. Yeah. For, and I don't, I don't know how to explain this people who have not done that kind of climb or that mm-hmm. kind of sustained climb it is a shock to the system mm-hmm. even if you're mm-hmm. uh, physically prepared for something like that it's also the mental challenge of being on a climb for 45 minutes right. or an hour and you're constantly climbing and pushing mm-hmm. and i was so upset <laughs> because I, I was trying Halfway up the mountain, I did I was not prepared. I yeah. was truly not mentally and emotionally prepared yeah. to hurt this badly.
0: Yeah.
1: And I thought I was trained. I thought I was trained pretty well. And I found out, no, I'm far from trained. Mike, of course, is climbing like nobody's business. He's yeah. he's an extremely good climber. Yeah. He goes, he, he he's riding past me, he's like, You're doing great. He zooms up. We're we have other people with us yeah they're all done they're all waiting for me at the top yeah. he comes down i'm a mile and a half from the top halfway done yeah he comes down to check on me
0: mm-hmm.
1: i am so upset so very upset and i said to him <laughs> i am not going to finish this climb, and i'm not going to bike virginia i was so upset <laughs> and and I'm just I'm standing I had gotten off the bike because mm-hmm. I was so winded and so my legs hurt yeah Mike's like why don't you just make it to the top and let's mm. let's talk about it there and let's let's see how you do just keep going just keep mm-hmm. going so I get back on I'm going and I finally get to the top mm-hmm. people are up there I come up to the crest of the climb yeah and Mike's going, how are you doing? And I'm like, and I go past him and I start the descent. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'll see you at the top of Massanutten." I didn't make it that day to the top of Massanutten. I yeah. got as far as some of the houses, the base of the climb. Okay. Because my legs literally were you're on you're fire. <laughs> yeah. okay. But I was done. Because I also said, I can't, I'm not sure I'm going to make it back over. Mm-hmm. Over mm-hmm. Swift Gap. Mm-hmm. So Mike and I negotiate. and he said, stay here. We'll go up to the very top and Mm -hmm. we'll come back down and get you. We'll all go back across. And that's what we did that day. And coming back across, Trey, Mm -hmm. was so much better because I knew what to expect. Even though it took me twice as long as everybody, I didn't stop and I said, you know what? I can make it to Bike Virginia. Mm -hmm. That was my very first bike climb. From that time on, I have never gotten off a mountain climb.
0: Yeah,
1: I've always stayed on the bike. I may be, I may be crawling yeah. at the, the very limit where the li- wheels are still upright, but I will not get <laughs> off a climb. And, you know, that's what I remember. I, mm-hmm. you know, I just gave up because it was just not easy it, it would, and yeah. completely uh, unprepared. But I'm not unprepared anymore.
0: Uh, you're right. You unless you you can't really explain how it's gonna feel to climb for a long period of time to someone who's not done Who it. Who's not done it? You know, um, it's one thing to just go up a up a little hill. It's another yeah. It's another thing to be thirty minutes, forty minutes, sustained effort, kind of going uphill, even if slow. Um,
1: it 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 just taxes you in a way that you. You don't you don't get you don't really train for here in Richmond. I mean, it's like fifteen seconds, yeah. you know, on a hill or right, something yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, and and you're like, oh. and I I really I remember being so angry. Going, mm-hmm. no one prepared me for this. I'm going on a big trip. There's no way I'm gonna make it. You know, there, uh, those yeah, those are yeah, the kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, you know, the panic yeah, yeah. that you're like, you're, and you're you're embarrassed in front of other people. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Everybody's waiting for you, and you're like what's wrong? Why aren't you going climb And I'm like, oh, I can't do it, you know. But, you know, I calmed down. The hysterical <laughs> woman climbed off her chair <laughs> and said, we will have some fun. And, and I will tell you, Trey, to mm-hmm. just segue right to the next thing. Yeah. We went on Bike Virginia. hmm It was one of the most beautiful rides. I have done, since then, yeah. very difficult rides. Yeah. That ride will forever be imprinted in my mind as yeah. the most difficult ride because I was so new to the sport. yeah. And whatever training I thought I had done yeah. did not really prepare me for five days of mountainous terrain. Yeah. I mean, when we went from Bristol, I mean, there's just unending rolling hills. Yeah. We climbed uh, um, a mountain, I cannot think of the name of the mountain right now, mm-hmm. uh, Hungry Mother State Park okay. in Marion. We, we, we climbed a little mountain there um, oh my goodness I, I can't even we we were on the parkway I you know who knows <laughs> I, who, I I just remember just
0: unending up, up, yeah.
1: hills and every night coming into uh, the campground mm-hmm. my legs were like jelly and on fire <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Did you, so you, but you, you made it, right? Yes. Um, and a group of you all went, right? Yes. Okay.
1: So among them mm-hmm. was one of your guests, Russ yeah. Stark. Oh really? Aww. I've known Russ for a long, long time, and that that we got to know each other really well. He took us. Actually, we rode in a carpool. He took. He was so generous. Aww. He gave me and Mike a ride. Yeah. And drove us to um to the start, and he. Uh, we never laugh so much. Russ Russ has a wicked sense of humor That's great. and we we would to this day there's some things on that from that ride that the, the sayings that we have uh, mm-hmm. every night, bike Virginia people would have a meeting for all the cyclists to prepare us for the next day and they'd go mm-hmm. it's gently rolling. it's gently <laughs> rolling people no problem. And we would come out of those meetings and go. The, it was the meeting of lies. That's what that's what Russ would say. We're going to another meeting of lies. What are they going to tell us today to make us feel better? And um, we had somebody. We had somebody <laughs> riding with us. Um, also, dear dear friend, mm-hmm. and Russ, Russ, and this fella, um, Dave Bloor, mm-hmm. They would just trade these. Ban- this banter and Russ would look over to Dave's bike mm-hmm. and say um, just gently Russ is a teaser Yeah. he would say to, to, to Dave every chance Dave your stem's too long <laughs> and, <laughs> and Dave would look at him and go what and he would just keep going Dave your stem's too long and write and right, you know they would have a bill uh, a board a cork board for people to put notes on Ross would put on the cork corkboard. Dave, your step's too long. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, Ted Zay, the fellow that I mentioned to you—that one of my first rides uh, yeah. that that spring—he mm-hmm. he was the one who hosted the the ride where we all had to, uh, mm-hmm. had lunch right. after the ride. He was on that ride. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there was—he had to have his front wheel fixed. Yeah. And. We were all standing in line, helping him stand in line to the mechanic. Ted accidentally sat on the wheel and tacoed his front front wheel. I, oh, oh my yeah. God! Um, I mean, okay. you just you you cannot make up this stuff. I mean, I just you know every every that was the best ride ever. I met yeah. so many lovely people, um, mm-hmm. and some of our rider friends uh, actually. Her family was from Marion yeah. her, her parents came to meet us and mm-hmm. we got to go to their home while while there were you know thousands we got to go to their home yeah. while we were there um, that was the first time I had ever um, seen a shower truck uh, <laughs> seen seen a, a, a 80-wheeler pack in you know luggage mm-hmm. for 2,000 people I had never seen any of these things before what was it like to do an event of that magnitude right? And you know, have such, you know, camp out in the heat. They were at that time, Virginia was going southwest Virginia had an unheard of heat wave.
0: Yeah,
1: it was 90 degrees, 95 degrees in southwest Virginia. Unheard, nobody had air conditioning out there, and uh, it's just like this now. Yeah, um, you know, so that was a challenge. i um, you know having rest stops. I had never seen anything like it. All of this was so new, so much fun. So much fun. It didn't I don't think it rained on us. I don't think it rained on us. We yeah. were very lucky that year.
0: Okay. So um.
1: that that was that will always stay in my memory as yes, the most difficult ride even though since then I have done probably some, some, much some more rides, difficult yeah. rides.
0: But you're vastly more prepared for those other rides. Yes. Um. Yes so uh yeah yeah i think bike virginia by default is epic um yes. but then more so epic as your your first time bike camping first time bike camping by,
1: first time bike camping first time being in that part of the country had never seen southwest virginia yeah they have never been back mm-hmm. the logistics of it because you know if you think about those rural areas there's only but so many roads yeah right? yeah and they're so we we have to go on roads where maybe that's not such great grading yeah or shared by a lot of cars because mm-hmm. there's only that road. Right, yeah. Um so, you know, they did an amazing job with logistics to yeah. try to get us through those towns in a somewhat safe manner and find a place for us to camp. And you know, a lot of those towns are so small. Mm-hmm. We we brought in a lot of money. The cyclist did, right? right? Yeah, So, so small I mean, that so that was that was a very unique yeah. uh, trip that year.
0: Um, and Bike Virginia, and I don't know how many years, but I've I, the last few years, yes, probably one last few has been. They've ridden from a hub. Like, they've kind of, like, there was one base of, like, place you stayed at, and you kind of did rides That's from that right. place. And
1: that is to help with the, the logistics yeah. of the transport and right. moving so many cyclists. So, you know, things get more expensive mm-hmm. to do. So back in the day, they could rent, um, you know, an 18-wheeler or yeah. two to get all of those cyclists in. But, you know, now they use what I call a cloverleaf, which mm-hmm. is they can have a city or a place mm-hmm. and then do loops around that place right. and yeah. so that start and the finish is from that one place when or maybe grow. have only two movements of, yeah. of the cyclists, two, two hubs yeah. and have five days or four days of riding it, it's much easier and yeah. you can understand that right. the logistics, um, now. Of that the logistics much, is so much easier,
0: easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you do bike Virginia um, at this point you're two years into riding we'll say that 92 yeah. you then join right. rabba some 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 very few rides in 92 93 you start riding with the group um are you riding just with mike is mike like always at all of your rides or have you got oh, some point of doing your riding ride? with groups on your okay, okay.
1: riding with groups and rabba was really really the important part of yeah. my cycling yeah okay okay
0: yeah. um so uh you're doing the rides
1: Heart of Virginia didn't exist in? Heart of Virginia? Has it been around that long? So Heart of Virginia has changed its name over the years. So Raba had its own century. It started out from Battlefield Elementary School off of Route 360 east, um, just east of, uh, now it's called, I think, Mechanicsville High School, Lee Davis High School. Mm-hmm. And, and it was called the Harvey 100 at that time. Okay. And it would go out to the Tappahannock area and come back. Um, it was named after a rabbi member who was unfortunately mm-hmm. um, killed Yeah. Uh, on a bike ride. And so it was named in his honor. It has gone through iterations over the years. It went from the Harvey 100 to the Lake Anna Century. That's when I, I was the Century Director from mm-hmm. 96 to 98. And we left... We started and finished from Patrick Henry High School mm-hmm. at that time. Then it moved from there to um, the YMCA. And when Bud Vi, who mm-hmm. was a longtime mm-hmm. uh, member and bicycle advocate, big Mr. Bicycling for, for Virginia, essentially, yeah. he took over and came up with the iteration of having it at the YMCA at Ashland, having mm-hmm. a two-day event having you know century a metric century on one day and then a metric century and a shorter ride the second day mm-hmm. um, and that's when it became the heart of Virginia so okay. I guess early 2000s okay is that right mid2000s and for several years it was that way and then it got taken over um, the name changed but we moved it to Hanover Courthouse
0: okay. In to Hart, do Virginia.
1: yeah that and that's how this is this and for is the, the last Virginia, several yeah. years it yeah. has been from from Hanover Courthouse.
0: Okay. All right. Um, thank you for explaining the history cuz I kind of thought it just it just existed for all Rabbit's time. Literally. Yes. Um so uh you're you're riding are you um trying to do charity rides or are you just like I'm just going to ride with the group? And it's like this you is know the-
1: that's a really good question right. I don't know I think it was so new Trey yeah. I just was just enjoying the camaraderie yeah and for the first time you know for someone who didn't look at sports very favorably, <laughs> I found myself getting faster mm-hmm. and you know then it interested me to ride with the men and stay with the men because mm-hmm. Mike was there Mike worked really hard yeah. to keep me with the group yeah and so he would encourage me to stay with the group
0: yeah
1: um, and literally yeah. that's how it started you yeah. know with me trying to get more physically fit yeah I mean and then it's then it moved to when it got too cold to ride because Mike and I really we, we were kind of winter weenies it, yeah. it's pretty much known in the whole club that we do not ride in the winter <laughs> okay. but we ride inside okay and so we we'll go inside and do trainer rides mm-hmm. uh mike uh, i think somebody talked about in one of your podcasts maybe it was russ mm-hmm. um you know back in the day they would have trainer nights right and do at the, the workouts <laughs> yeah at at, in a garage with Joe Parker and I remember those very vividly I was not that was before I was riding it's and Mike would do those Mm -hmm. Um, I you know I would just we would just go into the gym and have our indoor trainings and I literally would work in the winter time to get strong enough to start with the spring rides okay that's how it started just to get keep up with some kind of fitness and possibly get a little stronger inside so that mm-hmm. the spring would not be so hard and that's how it starts and that's to this day that's mm-hmm. our entire we have a, a spring and summer outside season and then we have a fall <laughs> and a, winter, a, indoor winter indoor yeah. season
0: okay um, uh, Your what's your indoor setup now?
1: so with the advent of technology yep. and the pandemic, mm-hmm. I stopped going to a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, we got smart trainers. Okay. We got smart trainers mm. a year or a year ago, um, and those. we are we are you know starting into the the Zwift, Ooh. you know that kind Ooh. of. Work. I wonder. I'm going to come to a Zwift ride because okay. I know you're doing such great work with that tray, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, we are just getting involved with that mm-hmm. the virtual riding <laughs> yeah. and training world i don't know how to explain it yeah. so i'm yeah. signed up actually i want to talk to you about it because yeah. i'm signed up with wahoo okay. and i can lead rides for free and invite people to join me for free i want to talk to you about that as a maybe as a, a let's let's experiment to yeah. see if that yeah. ha- if yeah. that works yeah. but um,
0: we, can, we, can, we can talk with uh, but
1: um, yeah I'm, 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 i've been training a, on a virtual training program mm-hmm. um, it's very different it, it's very different <laughs> that's all I can say I mean uh, I, I think the, the technology is amazing mm-hmm. um, you know that my trainer gets harder or you know right, easier changers, with the resistance yeah. automatic it's amazing yeah so I, all I can say is um, you know if, if if you can afford it or this is something that you're interested in doing it you know, I think this is the world. I, I mean, to me, this is something that I could do. When the day comes, I can't ride outside anymore, right? Because okay. there's going to come a time when my physical ability—it's not because I'm not strong enough; it's balance. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to an age where um, the brain and balance become an issue. Yeah. And can this could be the way I still right. ride and I could see it. something on a screen that mm-hmm. I could pretend that I'm mm-hmm. in France or mm-hmm. whatever uh, background right. I decide to put up there yeah. and it I can ride and not not be a danger to myself or to someone else.
0: Right. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully that time is far off. I
1: race. hope so too, yeah. a long time from now, but I, I'm really thinking about that, that could be the real ticket for me <laughs> to keep to keep moving in some way yeah. and uh, like I said be safe and also not caught be a danger to someone else
0: yeah um, Zwift is fantastic I'm, I'm including the advocate for Zwift uh, I mean has it been training. fun
1: has it been fun have you had good turnout
0: uh, uh, in general um, it's been great um, uh, since Feb February ish, um I think there's not been many people who've attended the the weekly Zwift rides because of um, the right, weather. Right, they're yeah riding outdoors as I have. Um, you know I still put them out there because occasionally it'll Somebody rain and yeah and two three people will do it, and that's the the plan for for perpetuity. Um, but yeah the the Zwift riding for on Zwift, because all of my indoor riding has been on Zwift. All of it, yeah. Um, it's been fantastic. I enjoy video games people who listen to this oh. know so like it was super easy for me to I'm in the thing and, and get into like I'm going up a mountain and like what's this view like it, I got into it and I and I enjoy it um, so uh, there is <laughs> there is a little bit of a mental hurdle of like okay I gotta get on the trainer and then once I get on like I'm then immersed in whatever's going on with Zwift. I realize there's yes. people ride with me I'll get yes. I'll see someone passing like let me catch up with like all the things that would happen seeing someone out on the road like oh there's someone riding in front of me at the same pace let me ride with them for a while they're going my direction oh you know? wow um, so i i get into to all that when i'm i'm kind of i get immersed in when i'm when i riding on zwift wow so i enjoyed a uh, wow. great deal and i am a um, advocate for for others like yeah come try it i'll i'll help you get is a you know acclimated to it And if you don't like it you don't like it
1: can you can explain I? to me the 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 zwift um feature or functionality that keeps people together I, yeah what does that call what, it, it's so, not a slingshot so, what is that so
0: um so um what happens it keeps is
1: groups together for some reason yeah
0: so when you're when you're in Zwift um you can create a meetup right you can create a meetup okay. and that's where you know you invite some people to ride with you okay you know you pick the route and all that kind of, and and set the time and date of when you want this to happen you sign into Zwift and you check a box that says keep everyone together. Oh, roughly, I say check a box and keep oh, everyone okay. together. Okay. Okay. Now I can't tell you how it calculates exactly, but you know, say five people show up. Okay. Um, and if you have to keep everyone together, five people showing up for the meetup, they all log into Zwift at the same time. You know, they start riding when it's time to start riding, and the game kind of figures out, you know, is based on how people ride and keeps their avatars all together on the screen. So they'll, they'll move around like they're kind of in a group, so there's still some kind of movement a little bit. So there's bit,
1: some, yeah, okay. Right,
0: some, some some minor fluctuations if they pick up speed, but generally it keeps them all together, like, within a few meters of each other. Maybe maybe five or ten meters, but they stay pretty close to each other, even if because um, we have, like, 8 pace riders do, um, you know, do our Zwift rides, and they could still put out those high watts, and then someone who maybe was like a B rider could could also still ride it, be with the group on the screen because that feature was on. Um the and so that makes that made it that made that that made that whole the, the whole with group thing possible for, for us to do for rap. Oh, so people see. could ride together no matter what their effort was. The the downside and, and some people didn't want to participate once they figured out, um, you know, if I'm uh if I'm put in, you know, 400 watts yes. right i'm not pulling away from the group i'm not sprinting away from the group and i and I, and you know people would want that you know occasionally you, you sprint you want to pull away but to keep everyone together you could be doing a thousand watts and it still keeps you with the group right it's it's that kind of it still is keeping you with the group like within a few meters so interesting um, and i do tease people and i'll tell them to do a sprint if they've never done one of our Zwift rides and then they'll it'll be futile um interesting. so um the Kibber one together is great if you want to just ride with people. Um, get into the details, you can do a workout, and you you two of you will stay together as well. So you can do a workout at the same time in the meetup, and you'll also stay together. But you'll only feel what your workout has you feel, kind of thing. Oh well. wow! So
1: D- does it does it give you the feeling of drafting? Like if you get behind, if I so, if I'm if your avatar is in front of my avatar, and it shows that I'm behind your wheel. Do I feel like I'm drafting, like where so, it gets a little easier on my smart train? So,
0: um, so the way drafting will operate, and this is not if you're doing a workout. Just right. Like for anyone just to just a, right, a, a ride. Right. Uh, so I'll, I'll explain in two, two fashions. Um, if you're just like, you sign into Zwift, uh-huh. right, and you just, you know, there's a ride button, ride right now, and you'll, you know, your avatar will show up on screen, And there'll be thousands of other people also playing, you know, in riding, playing whatever in Zwift, riding around. If you get behind someone, um, you will. It'll be a little easier. You can't feel the draft, but it's a little easier to keep up with that person when you're right behind them. Yes. Um. So your smart
1: trainer trainer adjusts the resistance to be a little bit easier.
0: I don't know if your smart trainer adjusts so much as Zwift adjusts. Okay. Zwift adjusts. So it says, you know, it, it starts to interpret the you know, your smart trainer doesn't change how much effort it takes. It's just that you don't have to put in as much effort for Zwift to interpret how fast you're going. Interesting. Because you're right behind somebody. So they don't it doesn't do a hardware change, it does a software change in Zwift to say, You're you're behind this person, so the amount of effort your trainer's putting out will keep you with them or maybe make you pass them. so it does that's how it calculates the the draft in there. Um, the second way that works, um, if you're in a meetup, it's weird if you've got the keep everyone together feature on, like drafting sometimes is working, sometimes ain't. A- that keep everyone together feature, like is primarily to keep everyone together, yeah. but not about like, let's draft to get Like it's weird then, right? So either way, Swift mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, as I plug myself for a moment, um, I am, I am, oh, I am a, oh gosh, a Zwift ambassador and on the Zwift advisory panel. Are you really? Yeah, because
1: a, so you've done so much with, Zip, with Zwift?
0: Yeah, with like so many, I don't, I don't know how they end up like contacting me about it, but they, they, um, they asked me, you know, there's some, some, a, a test that to go through to be on the advisory panel. I'm sorry, a ambassador, cause you actually, we actually reach out to help people who have questions. Like we're like the customer customer service and we get paid for it um and then there's small payments very small payments it's like outsourcing customer service is the equivalent of what happened um and then the zwift advisory panel is they they will let us test stuff out um and that's been pretty new that's only been like the last like five months that i've been on the advisory so you get
1: to try out new features
0: yeah so they'll they'll pull us and they'll be like hey without revealing stuff they'll say we would I can't say I did end up talking to somebody at Zwift about a feature they're hoping to put in, um, which I won't reveal, but there's a feature they're hoping to put in to the thing and so we we had a talk about, you know, what do you think this what do you think of this this mock up of this thing and what it looks like, that kind of thing. Um, so again, I'm an advocate for, for Zwift. That, I thank you for explaining uh, some things to so, me. So uh, but uh, when the time comes, um, you know, the the rides I, I expect the attendance to pick up yes. for the for the meetup rides. Um yes come late fall, we'll say like October, is like it's impossible to, you know, hard for people to ride outside, the weather well, really gets you know,
1: most, most uh, evening rides will be over by the end of September. So, um, because the light will be gone by 6 o'clock, unless people are riding at like 3.30 or 4 um, o'clock. you know. But a lot of rides do yeah, get... Wait, you know,
0: I'm cut the lights
1: off. Yep. It's getting darker. Um, that's, that's, that, that is a given. Because you know most most of the rides will be over by then, so hopefully you will see a, a good pickup by October.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it will ever be like it was in twenty twenty. Like it was, you How know, we have. It, uh... um, I think at most we had. I think it was one time we had like twenty five people show up for the thing, um, and that was on a Saturday. I think Jan actually was on that ride, um, but we might have ten like in in the during the pandemic we'd have anywhere from 10 to 15 people show up every you know tuesday thursday and then occasionally on the sporadic ones I was like hey let's just do a ride and people would show up because you know we were avoiding the rest of humanity yes uh 2021 that dropped off and we would have anywhere from five to ten people show up regularly um and um yeah, 2021. Yeah, and it dropped off during the summer. Almost no one attended. Then the winter, you know, we people pick started to join again, um, and then uh, of course of uh, the February ish, I think, was when it, you know, it, it dropped off. Um, so, but I expect it will pick up, and I will. I will, you know will, I I will I look
1: forward up. to doing this as I continue to learn about the Smart Trainer and all <laughs> of its features. Wahoo's been really nice too. It has its own own um, rides right, yeah. and. and its mm-hmm. own road rides and, mm-hmm. like I said, um, you know I would like to test something with you just to mm-hmm. see how this all works. So. Sure, we can figure. Out.
0: Um, as I cut the lights on and off, yeah. uh, did you ever do any of the night rides? I was told that there was a night ride that Rabbi used to have.
1: I have never done them. Okay. Um. Yes, They used to be called the Moonlight Ride.
0: Not and not the, wait 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 not the not the if I I assume I guess you're not but like there's a the, you know there's the you know, the, the Virginia Credit Union, I think it's Virginia Credit Union's sponsors here, Moonlight Ride. Not, That's not correct. Not that one. Not that one, where. Like a regular weekly night night or,
1: or once a month. Okay. On the full moon. The Ooh. full moon. For many years, mm-hmm. they had someone who wanted to lead that Wait a minute, did I do that one year? Actually, I am incorrect. I have done it once in okay. that old iteration. I'm okay. so sorry because I'm sorry. remembering putting on, um, a night, I was very big, uh, lamp <laughs> essentially <laughs> flashlight strapped to my bike and we did the breakfast ride. It was, it used to be just a 20 mile ride. Yeah. They would go ride up to Ashland mm-hmm. and I don't know if they got something to eat really quick. Yeah. And then came back. It's twenty miles only. Yeah. Full moon. Um and it's it's surreal. It is absolutely surreal. Because nothing feels because there's no sensory Right. Because you, you can't see You everything. can't see everything. Everything feels very strange. And you feel like you're going either faster, longer, <laughs> weirder than what you've done. And you know, I mean, Rabbi, I, I know there have been some rides. On mountain bike trails at night I'm thinking holy cow that, that yeah. that's like asking for me to go to the hospital but um, <laughs> but that they used to happen a lot yeah. um, and you know you know as people come and go into the club yeah things start yeah, or change, stop change, right, and, right and change as they go so you know the person that used to leave that rides no longer does that so yeah. mm-hmm. um, but there used to be a couple of people, or five or ten people, who would do these mo- moonlight rides, and they would just rave about it because it was just so different. Yeah, um,
0: uh, I wasn't aware it was called the moonlight ride. There's a chance, and I'm still trying to figure out the logistics before I, yeah, um, I might try to resurrect that in some 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 kind Maybe of fashion. Th- and um,
1: maybe you can do that on the full moon because yeah, it does I just, help. Yeah, I, had,
0: I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, the, the the consideration was maybe once a month, a a kind of a night ride or something like that, or every. And I mean,
1: night. they're not. I don't know if they would do it at ten o'clock at night. I think it would do it, you know, like they start off at late dusk as yeah. it gets a little bit right. So dark, so, right? Right, and so it's it's still at a reasonable hour, maybe you know, depending on the time of the year. What it could be at five thirty, or sometimes mm-hmm. at eight thirty, depending yeah, on the right. time of the year, so like, but yeah. but something like that. Oh, oh Trey, I think that's awesome if you would do that. Wow, think I, about again, it again. Think yeah, about the, it.
0: The, the logistics and uh, the plan is that when we have a board meeting, I'd probably bring it up right. right, right.
1: Absolutely, but yep. and you know having it you know somewhere like a known quantity like right. the breakfast roads,
0: truck. We, roads. We the plan would be roads. We know. Right. We, we trust these roads. You know, there's not a, an abundance of potholes in the, the road already. Or, um,
1: I mean, you know, back in the day, we didn't have it. And this is just an idea. Mm-hmm. You could do it on the Virginia Capitol Trail.
0: That's true. That is true. Could go out on the trail. It is smooth.
1: It's smooth, no cars. That is and, true. and, you know, there would be zero, almost zero <laughs> traffic in terms of other bicyclists. Um, you know don't mean to don't mean to hijack this podcast to talk about these things but I show. just
0: yeah, we will
1: but I, I will just say that um, that may be a, also a great alternative it didn't exist right yeah. back in the day for us right and I think that may give you some some ways to get over some logistics logistical hurdles right and also increase the safety factor right because mm-hmm. Um, potholes mm-hmm. things that you can't see things that your light cannot show because it has a limited range to cover mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. could could the Virginia Capitol Trail take
0: accommodate that yeah, take, take away take
1: that that worry you, yes you still need a yeah. light yes yeah. you still need to be careful yeah but the pavement is smoke, sm- smoother yeah. it's more kept up there's not not glass yeah. not rocks on the trail
0: um, and the other thing I hadn't thought about is having different locations and that makes that much easier if the rides are um Set. they start from right there. With if, if they well no, like, you know, one month we do a ride on trail. Uh the next month we do that Ashland ride kind yes, of thing, right? Another that. month we do a different location. So, anyway, thing to, to for for me to think about is the um uh, the, the potential of resurrecting this this moonlight moonlight ride. Um, have you ever done the official moonlight ride
1: no i have not okay i have not i've seen it go by my house <laughs> yeah uh or close to my house um okay. and normally um you know it's it's changed even there yeah um, you know it right. used to be a much bigger event. right it
0: used to be like 18 miles at some point
1: though. oh yes oh yes um so no i have not done that
0: okay ride. that's all right no nope. that's, that's nope. fine there's plenty of people who participate and do that ride
1: Indeed. Um, I've not
0: done it. I've not done it either. And I thought I kept thinking when I first started I would do it at some point, um, but I I think I just didn't know enough people. I didn't know wanted to know a lot of riders when I first started, and I didn't know anyone who was actually doing. I didn't know any of the regular riders who were doing the Moonlight Ride. Yes. Um, yes. Um, but you know I knew non riders who were doing the Moonlight Ride. But, and
1: it's and it's a very and it's it's great to get a community and yeah. especially people who are not used to riding out on the road and families yep. that's that's also a huge yep. thing um but there's also the other the flip side to that when you do get people who are relatively inexperienced or yeah. or children on bikes it can yeah. be a little gnarly <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, thankfully this will be published after the ride yes um which is this ride i, I plan to volunteer yes um, that's right, but yeah, this will be published after that, so we say what we'd like to. Um, Indeed. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, as we you get back into um, your history of riding, um, w- uh, you you do bike Virginia. Um, you survive that. You say, "I'm going to keep being a cyclist yes. or keep riding." Yes. Um, at what point, as I make that comment, at what point did you ever think did you did you identify as a cyclist? At what point did you say, I'm, I'm actually a person who rides a bike. Like, I'm, I'm actually a cyclist. Like, was there any time and point in time where you looked back and you actually thought of yourself as, as a cyclist at some point? I, I'm guessing you do now.
1: I, you're right. Um, I do now. Gosh, I never thought of that question before. I think it was because I think maybe the moment I started riding mm-hmm. with the club, i thought i'm a cyclist because i did get the bug really quickly um i knew after my first couple of rides that yeah i'm gonna be doing this and this is something and another important thing this is something that i can do with then my boyfriend who's now Mm -hmm. my husband i Mm -hmm. think that that turned out to be a, a really good thing um you know, we are together, yeah. um, you know, and, and at that time, you know, when you're working, you don't see each other, mm-hmm. right? You're doing different jobs and things, and you spend most of your time at work. So um, that was the one thing that we could always count on right. being together. And then we discovered the other fun things, which is we could talk about our own respective rights. I think Ooh, there's mm-hmm. some, mm-hmm. unfortunately, not... Everyone has figured out how to sometimes share a sport, and Mike and I. For us, it, it, you know, I will never be as strong as he is. I will never ride as fast as he is. I will never be able to do some of the things that he can do. That's okay yeah. because okay. I have my own ride. Mm-hmm. We may start out together. Right. We may not finish together. We yeah. may come back together. Yeah. But there's always something to talk about with what we're able to do and share those experiences with each other. yeah. And to us, that's that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think sometimes other people may have a difficulty saying, oh, we should have been together or put a lot of mm-hmm, pressure. Mm-hmm, and yeah, luckily, yeah. Mike and I don't, we don't have those kinds of feelings. So I, okay. I'm, I'm just, I feel very fortunate that, again, we are able to have our own experiences yet share those experiences. It's, yeah. it's so interesting to me. So I think I've been a cyclist from the moment I started with the club.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, communication is great. Um, uh, for, some, for those listening um, as well, um, if you show up to a ride with a friend, particularly who's new to cycling, um, it is essential that you communicate with them how you're going to do that ride. Are you going to do that ride with them at their pace? Or are you going to allow your friends who may be there to like, they can ride with your friends and like, they'll be fine riding with their, like it is essential to communicate with that new person, how you're hoping that riding experience is going to go for the both of you. Um, You know, you can't control everything, but it's good to start like, Hey, I'm going to ride with my friends. Here's John Smith or whatever, like you can ride with him. He's going to do your pace. Kind of thing and then know your friend is okay with that kind yes. of thing because uh, you don't want to get back home and you're you know your friend is mad
1: that is correct um, that is very you important should have
0: rode with me kind of thing why'd you sprint ahead uh, kind of thing? it's
1: it's very important i mean you know it's scary enough or intimidating especially for new people mm-hmm. um you know and you know, if you're trying to learn something, you're handling a machine. There's, there, it's more complicated than running. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, no one's expecting to have their hands held, but at the same time, no one is expecting to be um, abandoned. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know, no, no you know, it, it's 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 just. I think it's. I think you make a really good point, Trey. Mm-hmm. That, you know, communication setting expectations up ahead of time makes Mm -hmm. the experience so much more enjoyable
0: yeah um okay so uh uh, bike virginia as we we get back into the uh the rabbit ride um tell me of when was the next time so you did bike virginia Mm -hmm. did you think i would do another epic ride like that
1: we did we went right back and did uh bike virginia in 94 so the when next it year. was the very next year. So I knew, get training, yeah. because it was in um, the Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, big climbs, okay.
1: So so there's some climbs, yeah, Charlottesville, Waynesboro, uh, Cartersville. We yeah. ended up in Cartersville uh, that year and um, met some really, had another great set of friends. Uh, you know, we did get rained on. Okay. Um, It was a tough ride not as tough as Southwest Virginia but again you know I'm still learning and training and so you know it it was it was a lot of fun though a lot of fun so we went and did that
0: did it feel did you feel more prepared by then like it's a whole year later.
1: yes and um, felt more confident more prepared Mm-hmm. This time, when a client came, I went over um, Afton Mountain.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: And, you know, I thought, this is not so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I just keep at it. Um, you know, that was that was great. Um, then, after that, I did my first Club Century. I did Ooh. do the Harvey Hunter. Okay, okay. That was September of 94. Oh,
0: wow, okay. And
1: three miles from the finish. Mm-hmm. I had an accident. Really? Okay. Yep. Went down and broke my thumb. Um, The handlebars twisted out of my hands. Okay. Opened, tore a ligament, tore the thumb. Um, That was a little hard. Yeah. And I did not finish my first century. I was was so, um, you know, just hit a wheel. Yeah. You know, when you're so tired. Right. Yeah. A wheel came. And I was riding in the back. The person in the back always goes down. Yeah. So, um, I had to have surgery. I was I thought I you know, I thought, yeah. oh my thumb's not broken and then it would not go back into a joint and yeah. okay. had to go back and see an orthopedic the whole nine yards. Had okay. surgery. Okay. Um in the surgery room I'm getting prepped in. I see a rabble rider. Uh who's yeah. he was in, he's a physician. He's another t- he was yeah. not an orthopedic. He yeah. was in there for another procedure, but he recognizes me. I recognize him. I'm on the gurney. He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, I broke my thumb. And, you know, craziness. But um, that was my first of... I've had some... I've had two other kind of rough accidents since then, but that was my first accident. And I realized then, I was like, this can be a dangerous sport. And, you know, things happen. Things happen. So... Uh.
0: Did you, how long was your recovery?
1: So it was six weeks in a cast. And then four more weeks, four to six weeks of rehab. So luckily it was in September. Okay. Uh, Um, So I was going into the indoor year. So I was, I was pedaling in the gym. Yeah. I was pedaling for all I was worth in a cast, in a sling. Oh my goodness. You talk about the itching and the sweating. (laughs) but i kept pedaling because i was like i'm gonna be back out there in the spring um, and i pedaled in a recumbent at that time so you know so just kept working yeah, i was gonna it. ask
0: with the, the the bikes at the gym were they like they weren't like the the nice spin class no. bikes they were just like the the really padded kind yeah, of bikes. big seats yeah.
1: kind of a clunky yeah piece of equipment you know, some of them had electronic displays. Yeah. You know, where you could just mm-hmm. kind of electronically change the, the change the setting or mm-hmm. see a you know a series of dots on a screen that simulated a hill and get harder. That was about it. Okay. Um, and at that time, recumbent bikes had just kind of come out a little bit mm-hmm. in the last few years. So I felt really lucky right. to be able to Sitting sit yeah. and and have my arm resting, you know yeah. resting on my tummy essentially. Mm-hmm. And pedal that way. Now I preferred sitting upright. Yeah. But I was and like, you, this is better than nothing. Yeah. This is better than nothing. So you know, by that point we had started doing regular gym work to okay. get ready for the spring season, as I call it. Um, so.
0: Do you have your first accident? Do you feel apprehensive about riding? Or or did you or did that break help no. assuage that at all?
1: Luckily, again, because it happened in September, the timing helped because okay. then I would, would go, went into the fall and the winter, I had a break from the road. I didn't, wasn't asked to come back on the road. Like I've the had accidents in the spring and the summer. Yeah. Um, the next one was in 99. I remember this. I was in a pace line yeah. fellow. I'm, I'm small. Yeah. They just, that fellow didn't see me and came right into the pace line into me. Knocked me out into a ditch. I had a
0: Wait! Wait! A car? No, I oh, felt go, 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 a driver, a,
1: a rider. Another rider. Another okay, rider. Okay. We were in a pace line. Okay. And he was coming off of the front. I was oh, in the I middle see, of I the see, pace see, line. He I did see. not see me. He okay. came right into me. Um, and you know, it was right in the middle of the season. I got back on the bike. I mean, obviously had recovery. Yeah. Um, you know that, and then I had a pretty rough one a pretty bad accident in October 2012 in Surrey. I was going downhill, didn't see a crack in the road. My okay. wheel got caught in the crack and twisted the front wheel right on my hands, so I went somersaulting. That one was pretty pretty rough. Okay. Um and I was I had a concussion, had had fallen on the side of my face and I was I was out yeah for a couple of minutes they couldn't get a ambulance there fast enough we were in the countryside yeah uh they called a helicopter in. they weren't sure yeah so but the helicopter could not land where i was because barack obama was speaking in williamsburg that day they had Secret Service yeah. had closed all airspace, all around. I was in Surrey County, which yeah. is not that far from Williamsburg. Yeah. They had to negotiate where they could land the, the, the um, helicopter. Okay. They, by that time, EMS had arrived. They took me to a church that, a lot, uh, some, some right. area, I don't yeah. know, I was told this, because yeah. I'm out. They got me to the to the area where the helicopter was allowed to land. Okay. And then they helicoptered me to VCU. So that one was a little rough yeah. um, with a concussion. That you know, I had terrible road rash. Didn't yeah. break any bones. Didn't okay. break any bones in my face. Okay. It was the concussion. Okay. Uh, so that took a, a couple of months to stop feeling some effects, headaches. Yeah. Luckily, cognitively I was okay. Okay. You know, it was yeah. just the aftermath of a concussion. So. But I got back on the bike again. You okay. know, I just worked my way back. Did, what yeah. can I do? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I do love the sport. Um, you know, luckily some of these accidents have not been, you know, two of them. Right. Bad placing or yeah. whatnot. But you know, I'm no regrets. No regrets. And okay. you know, I just I'm just do my best to be as careful as possible. I have seen plenty of wrecks in my time from other people because I tend to be in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm small. Nobody likes to draft off of me. They can't draft <laughs> off of me. So I, I'm hanging on for dear life. I'm yeah. drafting off of every other. And I see some right. some rough some stuff. Fantastic. So yeah. luckily I've okay. been able to avoid those because Good. I happen to be, you know, either yeah. it's happening in front of me so far ahead I can have time to react
0: mm-hmm. or
1: I'm choosing the right path at that moment to get okay. out of the way. Okay. Ugh.
0: Well, yes. Hard, we hard, want hard, to, things. Yeah. hard, things. We want, to, we want to avoid the accidents, but um, there's that chance that you know things happen.
1: Yes, right. yes, always, always.
0: Um, uh, as we crash into a different subject, do you take your bike <laughs> home, um, or your non-cycling vacations? Like, you're, you're going to see family out of town. Do you yeah. take your bike with no, you? No, I
1: don't. I don't. When I see family, I don't. But Mike and I have done, you know, some cycling vacations. Obviously, Bike Virginia right. is one of them. We've taken our bikes uh, to places around Virginia or mm-hmm. taken our own, um, you know, going to state parks. Yeah. You know, oh, wait a minute. I lied. We, we have gone on family reunions yeah. to, at state parks. We've taken our bikes, gone on bike rides. They don't bike. They don't bike. Right. But we go on rides. Um, you know, done that at Dalphit State Park out at Clifton Forge okay. for several years. And then we've, gosh, we've gone to Monterey. Um, you know, friends who have places out there, ridden, ridden our bikes uh, through those beautiful areas. Oh my goodness, Monterey is beautiful. They call it the little Switzerland of Virginia. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, hard riding out there, though. Um, you know, so uh, we've gone, we're not beach people. Yeah. <laughs> But um, you know, you know, we try to take our bikes if we can. And, okay. You know, we've been to a lot of great places in Virginia with our bikes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm always curious if you know if if, if there's a hard stop for people. Nope, I'm going to see my family for Thanksgiving. I don't take my bike with me. You know. You know. Uh, Generally,
1: for those those big holidays, we don't. But but like I said, we've had bike uh, with. Mike's side of the family in particular they used to gather on state parks and mm-hmm. so and and that was perfect for us we were like let's take our bike you know yeah. just you know during the day we can ride and you know whatever the family's doing we, you know we'll we'll join up with them at mm-hmm. later on
0: um, uh, my f- extended family lives in Roanoke Virginia
1: oh lovely
0: um, uh, nice uh, no flattened areas but like nice riding easy access where they live. Where they generally live, rather, because they live in different areas. Um, uh, I've got fairly easy access to the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, oh. Kind of go up. There's a Mill Mountain, Mill Mountain Star. Yes,
1: Mill mm-hmm. Mountain Star, yes.
0: Um, and so, um, you know, I I'll ride up to the Mill Mountain Star. But um, cool. on Thanksgiving, the last couple of years, when, when we've gone to run up for Thanksgiving, I definitely will take the bike and I will ride in the morning. Have I ridden on Thanksgiving? I think I've ridden on Thanksgiving Day a few times. Um, yeah, I've ridden on Thanksgiving Day in the morning because there's there's no family activities. We're all getting together that evening, so I'll go ride. And thankfully, it's Thanksgiving, so it's super low traffic. Um, and so I'll go ride up to the top of the Bill Mountain Star. Is it, and ride. Is it
1: really cold?
0: Uh, it's not super cold. I've done it, it. it's definitely winter. So it's I've definitely I've done it, and I think one time it was in the forties, and I've done it one time, and it was in the in the fifties. For sure. So it was defi- never like, oh, this is warm. But it's definitely a chill in the air um, doing that ride.
1: Wow.
0: Just because, you know, November, um, you know, the, the time Eighth of the year. Mm. Um November. But yeah, I have, yeah, <laughs> anytime I've gone back to run I think I've taken my bike. Because we, we usually don't have morning activities going on. Yep. So like, yeah, guys. This I'm is your doing...
1: version of the turkey trot.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this short mm-hmm. story here. So my... Um, one year I was doing that and my um, my family decided to get together in the morning for some oh. reason, right? And they decided we're going to go do breakfast somewhere and so my cousin, and I was like, oh guys, like I've, I've already I'm like going to go on a ride. I'll see you all later on in the day. And so my cousin, like we're in this group text, it's like 12 of us and my cousin, because they don't bike they don't really have a relation to what this is. Sure. And so and um, and so they decide, like, and I was like, oh, guys, like, I'll see you there. Like, I'll, 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 my, my, the, the place y'all are going to breakfast is in downtown area. I'll stop by there on my ride and then I'll go finish the rest of my ride. And so my cousin jokingly sends this, like, blurry picture of a cyclist riding by. Like, look, guys, this is Trey, right? Um, just, she, she just found some image of a cyclist, like, moving quickly and it was blurred. And sure enough, while I'm on my way to the breakfast place, my cousin is in the car with my sisters and she sees me and catches this picture of me passing No on the, kidding. In the car. Yeah, and she's got like a picture of me like looking back, I think, of where got on the black and yellow pants and stuff I like got. And she so she and they they love the fact that they actually caught a picture of me in my Oh that
1: is so cool. Um, that and is so very we cool. you know we
0: went to whatever breakfast spot and, and and um you know I ate with them and then and then finished the the rest of my ride.
1: That's great.
0: So um I take my, my bike on my like, non site vacation. <laughs> So thought I'd ask others. Indeed, um, indeed. Uh, How the pandemic affect your your cycling, your your habits of cycling? Your, your well, the first
1: year, Mike and I said no, we're yeah. not going out there. So yeah. we literally uh, was at home pedaling mm-hmm. for all we were worth on the trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Mike, again, uh, he. You know back in 2000, said something about we need to do something to really strengthen our bones. He had been running when mm-hmm. in college and said, Let's start running. I was like, Oh my god, what are you asking me to do? You're <laughs> asking, uh, No, there's no, I hated yeah. running more than I hated that was the worst sports yeah. ever. Yeah, and I said, But we started running literally okay. one block at a time, like starting like, cycling. Yeah, so, um, and I've been a runner since I've done. I'm actually, a more successful, sort of, so to speak, runner than bicyclist because okay. I used to um, place in races. Oh, nice. Okay. And you know, we went up to the marathon level. Okay. And
0: I've run Boston marathon? twice and. Wow. Okay. And
1: qualified four times and so, um, the endurance sports worked. I. I don't ask... I, if you asked me as a child, this would be happening. I would have just laughed in your face. Um, mm-hmm. But we... I, during the pandemic, that's... I started... You know, I was running. Running yeah. to do those things and also riding inside. Yeah. Um, and we didn't do... We were, we were really group cyclists. Mm-hmm. And to ride by ourselves is not that much fun. I know yeah. a lot of people do it. That's cool. Yeah. But for us, you know, it's always about the group. So... Yeah you know for us it was just easier to be inside to ride and then i would just run mm-hmm. run outside um doing all kinds of things so um that's how i kept my sanity during the pandemic and once 2021 and we were figuring things out and you know we did a couple mm-hmm. of rides slowly and yeah. understanding how the virus was going to be mm-hmm. affecting or not affecting and you know obviously the vaccines helped us get out there more mm-hmm. so you know luckily things have have been okay for us the last couple years we're still very careful Mm -hmm. um and very grateful Mm -hmm. very very grateful for the group rides so that now you know this year has been the most normal since the pandemic started group rides are here we're starting things you know doing doing rides getting ready you know for big events as we can that's what we're doing
0: okay um yeah, and, and as i've mentioned with other people like it's uh, finding our comfort levels with with
1: that's right you know
0: even doing the things that we love like it's finding our comfort levels of being around people again and and yes. trying to get back to normal levels of interaction but that's right um things are just they're different than the, what they were you that's know right. in regards to like let's just go hang out like maybe i should yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna stay home and you know
1: you know, you know how you want to be respectful of people's personal space mm-hmm. now there's you know that issue and Mm -hmm. I and I you know it's to me as long as we again set expectations and communicate honestly Mm -hmm. and I want to be respectful of what is important to you I think I think those kinds of conversations where we took for granted or didn't have them at all because we didn't need them I think now what has happened over the last two and a half years is, yeah. has changed us all to kind mm-hmm. of be more sensitive to those things yeah. so I, I think it's it's okay it's okay i want to i want to know what yeah. is your comfort level i mm-hmm. want to be able to respond to that yeah. in an appropriate way
0: you know that's a i think that will be an additional thing that comes out of it is, is people actually asking like what is your comfort level like you know just you, you just show up and you you know prior to we just show up and just you know sit down with friends and you know and, and And, um, and now thinking of like, oh, like, let me, let me think of what this other person might want me to do at this particular time. That's right. Um, And so hopefully, is that empathy? Is that empathy? I believe, um, you know, (laughs) so hopefully more people are a little bit like, oh, let me see how this applies in other areas. Like, let me be considerate of other people's, um, uh, how they would like me to, to operate in their space. That's right. And hopefully that extends out to other areas.
1: Yeah. And, you know, people, people, uh, you know, in the work situation, uh, you know, uh, that has been interesting too. So, you know, we were just talking before this this, this started. You know how things have changed. But what mm-hmm. what I will say is, you know, when I go into an office, I I I am going to be careful because mm-hmm. that's who I am. And so far, my employers have have been very kind and not asked me to be anything different than what the levels of comfort that I need to be in okay. to work. So that's that's how I. I try to think about things as you know. Let's let's just ask politely, respectfully,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what what we can do to help each other out.
0: Um, because we talked about working from home. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the show, both of us are working from home. Um, did that change your ride? Like once you got to, we'll say 2021, right? Yeah. You felt a, a bit safer about things. Did that change? you're you're doing bike rides or did you just come back to the same routine
1: luckily well luckily things again things for me had been uh good in terms of i got vaccines i Mm -hmm. said for me this is what i need to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. i fell back into routines pretty quickly what i also tried to do was be respectful. At that time, 2021, we're still talking about social distancing, mm-hmm. you know. So, that was important to follow those guidelines, right? To sure. to be that way. But rides were coming back, Rabo was coming back, mm-hmm. and people were feeling a little bit more comfortable. Now, we have we had the same number of ride leaders come back? No. no. Have we resumed to the same levels of numbers right? Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, um, we, we may have lost some riders, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You yeah. know, like, again, yeah, they have to feel comfortable. Yeah. They have to put their health first. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do the best that we can. And, yeah. you know, for those of us who, are, who want to do these things, we're going to also try to make sure our other, other people are safe too.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um you had almost no knowledge of cycling when you started. That is correct. Like, Zero. Um, <laughs> gave you tests that get you, get you acclimated apparently. Um, <laughs> correct. Um, what's something, so now you're, you're much more well-versed in, you know, in cycling and, and mm-hmm. the things that operate the bikes and, and what to do and not to do. What's something you would have wanted to tell yourself, right? If you could, if you could have conveyed, some message about your cycling experience to yourself like or how it would go like what would you want it to, to like to, to share with yourself now, well, now <laughs> that the, I, know like, I know what I know Probably what be if... at the start of that tandem ride let's go back to that yeah
1: that that bicycling what has been really really important for me in my cycling career Mm -hmm. is the level of confidence Mm -hmm. that it has given to me um, that a couch potato can make it. Um, That it has afforded me the ability to meet wonderful, wonderful people. Mm -hmm. These, I've been doing this for almost 30 years now. I have been given opportunities to promote the sport. I've mm-hmm. met tremendously dedicated, wonderful people. I've been able to do something in a nonprofit level that I never imagined that I would be involved in. Um, putting together events, um, putting together programs, um, helping people. You know get into some kind of movement and fitness that that's important bringing women to the sport yeah. i used to when i was training back in the day a friend of mine and i we heard about this ride out of at that time tobacco tobacco row right at chaco bottom mm-hmm. it was with we didn't know at the time these were women racers it was yes. the only women's ride yeah. we thought let's go try this because we're women let's go. <laughs> We got our butts handed to us. But those women were so nice to us. They would do their own thing and then come back for us. Yeah. And we were just a bunch of, well, I call it Yahoo's just going, you know, hey, let's just show up. But all of that has taught me resilience, dedication to the sport, confidence, to know that if I put in the work, I keep at it consistently, things I I will improve, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's no there's no shame in getting dropped. It makes me stronger in some ways, mentally stronger. I have I you know I feel like I can do things because cycling gave me that base. If I had known that I would have I would have said, "Are you kidding me? This is just a sport." It it's become much more than a sport to me. It's not just about riding two wheels. It's about the people that I meet and the things that I do with people or for people through the through that sport. That that is what I have gotten out yeah. of the last thirty years.
0: And we can't ever, if we can only share that, like this is going to be awesome and you're going to grow and all this kind of thing. Um, but I, I I like asking that question to, to figure out the yes. you know, what you would want to, to tell yourself, what the things you think I are would never have predicted you know? this
1: ever. That this would have come out of riding a bicycle. <laughs> all of this, I would have never guessed this at all.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say Mike did a good job. This was, um, <laughs> um, this, by the way, this he's, job,
1: he's really, he is the unsung hero of all of this. Um, he really has, uh, he, he is the one who said, he believed in me before I believed in myself, that I could do this for it. That I'm not going to be laughed off of the off of the road for just showing up. Yeah, um, you know, and, and to say just keep trying. I think um, you know some of the some of the great things that I've seen in the club people just getting out there and trying and mm-hmm. ke- keep pedaling, and the smiles on their faces or the joy they have with meeting friends, um, doing something together. You know, I hear those stories and see those stories every day. You know, yeah. of people going together, friends they've never would have met, yeah, except through this sport. They're now, you know, traveling together, doing fun trips and and having fun experience. That's the joy. That's mm-hmm. the joy. You know, meeting people that you would have never met in your lives. And bicycling is also a great equalizer. I was just telling this to somebody else the other day. Yeah. I, I don't know who you are. You you could be the richest person on the planet. Yeah. But maybe I'm stronger than you, and I'm going to beat you up that hill. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you're humbled. You may be a killer in the boardroom, and you're making, you know, a kabillion dollars. But for today, I beat you up that hill. (laughs) 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 But but it but it does that it does mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter from whatever walk of life whatever you're doing when we're on those two wheels mm-hmm. we are doing something together and yeah. barriers do break down mm-hmm. we we I I don't I don't I may not know in fact I've met I've written with people for a long time I didn't know what their lives were like after we finished our ride. Mm-hmm. For during that moment during yeah. those times you're we riding it's just you are my riding buddy
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: my life is in your hands yeah your life is in my hands when, yeah, we're, right. when we're drafting yeah but at that moment that's all i know and mm-hmm. when you go when you leave that parking lot or you go away to your life outside of the bicycle yeah. i don't know what that is yeah so that's also interesting to me that you know we have these personas on the bike and then when we leave, we have other personas,
0: right? They go back to go back, go back
1: to whatever we are before. let say
0: go back to reality, but uh, yeah, go it's back a, to the other the other lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, uh, and so yeah, I'm glad you've, you. you I am say you've grown, but like you've had this wonderful experience with you know with meeting people and oh, I have um, grown. Oh, certainly, know, um, yes, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> um, not being a couch potato um, kind of thing, right? Um, I know that life and and yes it is it's like interesting to be like, I'm not a couch potato. I'm no, not a couch potato. Right. And
1: now I am envisioning a life of movement, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really important to keep moving. That's what I just say. It's very important to keep moving no matter what.
0: <sighs> yeah. And and it's it's um it's great because you're you're thinking of the the future of that you know of, of maintaining your movement as well yes. you know, hopefully you don't have to make any alterations anytime soon hopefully. but it is it is um it's, it's the reality yes yeah, why is it to think about that and, and you know, be prepared uh, for that
1: right you know to to think otherwise i think is foolish i think you know i think people sometimes get caught up in what they used to do
0: mm, yeah and
1: mm-hmm. i'm telling you all as you when you age you're like oh that's really hard because right, yeah. It's so hard to look back and think about what you used to do. And <laughs> you kind of have to go, well, that was then, and this is now, and I need to deal with the reality of who I am now. Um, and just maintain, you know, manage it, do what you can, keep keep limber. Now I'm, you know, I'm at an age where flexibility is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm trying to pay attention to those things. So, um, you know, it. Everybody's got got these things and um you know, I just look around um to the people, you know, that are now older than I am, you know, we're aging together, but sure. you know, you know, I'm watching how things are coming to them and I'm yeah. trying to say, Hey, this is this is going to come this. to me too. Yeah. I've got to I've gotta do something too and work harder. That's mm-hmm. that's all it is. Just work a little harder.
0: And I suppose as is um more active than average folks, right? We're, we're biking all the time. Um, that um, uh, I don't say seeing our abilities change over time, like remembering I used to be so and so fast back, you know, back in the day, or I used to be able to go up those steps that much faster, right? Um, uh, but because we were active, we have the we have those times. I mean, me, it's a little bit less, but we have those times of. <laughs> I remember I used to do this same thing. You know, I used to ride the bike or run or something like that at at so and so speed, and because we were so active, we have those those moments of That's like right. knowing our peak performances kind well, of thing and seeing that peak change.
1: I'll just even say it's something non-athletic. Shoot, I used to be able to stay up all night and not have a problem. <laughs> Forget about that. That 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 is long. That ship has sailed a long time ago. But sleep you has know,
0: become more important.
1: That is correct. Sleep and recovery is is paramount, and mm-hmm. you know. You know, you, so you adapt to that too. So, <laughs> um, uh,
0: uh, a question of, um, is a changing subject to, to try yeah. to, uh, wrap that up? Yeah. Um, uh, you've done some events, you've done some events and there've been rest stops and things like that, correct? Right. You've done them. Yes. Um, what are things you wanted to see at those rest stops? And I assume you've got your own snacks. Like what's the thing that, um, yeah, what's the thing you want to see at the rest stop? And then tell me about a time you found something super awesome at a rest stop. (laughs) Or at least memorable at a rest stop. Oh, my goodness.
1: So, you know, for me, great rest stop snacks Mm -hmm. are, uh, you know, something sweet, something salty. Mm -hmm. um, Easily pocketed in my back pocket. Uh, I tend to not like nuts or anything like Mm -hmm. this because, you know, when I open them, they go go all over the place (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm usually in a rush and it's Mm -hmm. usually what kind of foods can I grab quickly if Mm -hmm. I'm doing an event or time is important or the group of people that I'm riding with are Mm -hmm. ready to leave and I'm not, I've got to hop on the bike. So Mm -hmm. portable portability is important. Obviously taste. I'm not that picky. I've, Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches work. I Yes, bananas, the ultimate. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, portability is there. But, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I like things are more fruit-oriented. It's interesting. Okay. I used to not like fruit that much. So mm-hmm. what I remember of the best rest stop snacks ever, well, I have to say, when we were, one, I think in the heart of Virginia, when Bud Vi had it, we had somebody make fresh pumpkin roll. Okay. It's a rolled sponge cake. Okay. With cream cheese in the middle. Okay. Oh, my gosh. They would cut it up like a, yeah, it's a sponge cake that's rolled. Yeah. And people would go completely crazy for that. They serve that. Um, I remember, this is right before, um, what is it? There used to be a ride called the Mountains of Misery mm-hmm. yeah, out yeah. out in Blacksburg, Christiansburg area. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my first one in 1999. It took nine and a half hours. I was with riding some somebody. It was a century, and you know the last three miles is up a mountain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, right before that ride, they have something called the Wilderness Family Ride. Mm-hmm. And it's something like, I don't know, 30 miles. And it's supposed to be a kind of a warm-up ride. Okay. Some people ride it hard, whatever. Yeah. Mike and I did it one year, um, right before the Mountains of Misery, just to tune up our legs. Mm-hmm. And it was the most pleasant ride. Mm-hmm. We came up on it where there was a rest stop with fresh home-baked cookies. Mm-hmm. I thought I had died and <laughs> gone to heaven. I thought, oh my gosh, there the and the wonderful rest stop volunteers. Yeah. Rest stop volunteers who smile. Mm-hmm. They're happy to see you. That yeah. can also be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And these ladies were absolutely fabulous. They had these big, fat, wonderful cookies. Mm-hmm. I remember we could not get enough cookies that yeah. year. And we ha- we had the best time just riding literally at 12 or 13 miles an hour, going from rest stop to rest stop, eating our our faces off, trying to get ready for the the next day, which was brutal. So um, that that memory sticks with me Mm -hmm. the most, those cookies from that ride. Uh,
0: That was strategic carb loading on that ride. That's (laughs) that's what I hear. It's like cookies, it's carb loading. Why not get more? (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for telling me about that yeah um i'm always curious of what snacks people want to see at the rest stops that kind of thing i know
1: Um, your cycling here isn't as long as mine but you must have your favorite snack what is your favorite snack or things that you've seen at an event or something that you've done
0: so um the thing that stands out the most i'll go with the memorable one first is that uh Man, we were in Walterboro, North Carolina. Festivello is the name of the event. Festivello is the name of this event. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm gonna mess up whether it's in North Carolina or South Carolina, but Walterboro is the aero area where it's in. And it's four days of riding and you have um, supported riding. Um, There's there's, um, rest stops. There's uh, people in motorcycles and cars driving the thing to be SAG, like checking on you the whole time. And every day you can do a century if you choose. Or you can do forty miles or fifty miles. Wow. It's, a, it's a lot of options, but the area's not that scenic. Like so, you you'd go. It's 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 worth doing once, but it's not really like scenic to go there. Um, anyway, so we do this thing, and one of the rest stops, um, and I can't remember which day it was, had these um, uh, these like all ground beef. Uh, hamburger patties that they that they made like all natural or whatever, something oh like that. Oh my goodness. Um and so and this was like, you know, the, the patty was like the size of my hand. Holy and so Christ. I remember um Josh is with me, um Miriam, CJ, Robert, Moore, oh and uh Lucille was with me. We'd all stayed in this cabin that we thought we were gonna be murdered in. Um <laughs> which is, a, this is another story for another time. Um you know uh, so but we stopped at the rest and I remember it's probably the most I've ever eaten mid-ride, because this burger was like was a to. healthy burger. Um and it was great. It was super tasty. I remember just loving the thing. And then, you know, we sit down, we were socializing, and then like as soon as I started riding, I'm like I should not have eaten this. Like I'm now like three pounds heavier because of this burger. Oh um, god. It was great. and I didn't have any stomach problem, but like immediately once I started riding, I was like, Oh the burger's with me now. Um like I just felt that much heavier. Um, and slower because of this, this, but it was a super tasty burger. And I think from then on, I've not eaten that much on any <laughs> ride, like mid ride. Cause it's just, it's just not worth the, the,
1: the, the, the dragging pay. down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, in general, what I want to see, um, I've come to enjoy, um, peanut butter sandwiches. Yes. Um, but like cut into a fourth. Yes. Like just, you know, just like a fourth, you know, energy wrap, whatever. Like I found those to be, uh, greatly enjoyable. And if I see nothing else, like, that's fine. If I can just see peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in a little fourth or a half, those are acceptable um, things. All the other stuff, I tend to take enough stuff with me that I don't need to do anything for the rest stops. Excellent. Um, You know, either from gels or cliff bars or whatever. So that way, if they, they, you know, if all they've got is, like, tomatoes or something at the rest stop, like, I'm, you know, I have my own stuff to eat. Um, But, yeah, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are... What I want any event organizer to hear me, peanut butter, jam, and sandwiches. Um, that's what I like to hear. You I know, understand. Yeah, the, the yeah. rides.
1: I meant to, I you know, I, while you were talking a little bit, I thought, let me think. Of, there was another thing I saw at a rest stop, and I'm going to mention it mm-hmm. Waynesboro Century, or the Torta Valley. Yeah. We did that for many, many years. And their rest stop organizers took the time mm-hmm. to boil potatoes.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: The night before. Tiny little. Red potatoes, yeah, or big potatoes, and they would cut them up into quarters or whatever. Yeah. Then they had a big um, bowl of salt.
0: Okay. The, oh. The oh. boiled
1: potatoes, and then they would put them on a big tray. Yeah. The, the cyclists would come up, pick up a potato, dip it in the salt. Yeah. You thought you had tasted fried chicken dipped <laughs> in honey. It was the <laughs> most amazing. Duh. Oh, between the salt and then and the potato
0: yeah.
1: is easily digested and it's a carbohydrate yeah. holy smokes and it's gluten free holy yeah. smokes um, and it's natural holy smokes yeah. you know it just it checked all the boxes I never had seen that before Yeah. but once I was like and my body once it tasted the salt and the potato they was like this is so amazing yeah. this is, this is and, it, and it just it helped me so much because mm-hmm. it was so easy to digest too yeah. you know so i thought i'd tell that story yeah. boiled potatoes they took that time to do that
0: somebody else and i am talking to too many people now but somebody else mentioned um having awesome boiled potatoes at a ride and i can't remember who it was um either way i, I shall find that information later <laughs> um but uh kim i i want to thank you for sharing uh your your fabulous story of riding thank um, you now i feel like i need to have mike come on and tell his his half of the story <laughs> you should you he, really should you know, he, he, he has some stories
1: he has uh, some stories but what a what an honor and a pleasure to be here today
0: well thank you uh and appreciate all the stuff you do with the club and that and so 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 thank you I appreciate all of that it's a
1: it's a labor of love for <laughs> sure <laughs>
0: right, thank you thank you